This weekend we remember the 20th anniversary of the attacks on our nation during September 11th. And as I was preparing this homily, I went back and watched a lot of the footage from that day. And I, as, as hard as it is, I encourage you to do it. Uh, there's even a, a new TV series that National Geographic put out. It says 9-11, a single day. And they take you through, it's a documentary through the entire day. And the amount of footage that they have that I just didn't even know existed is incredible. It's incredible. And the amount of heroes on that day, in spite of just immense and horrific suffering and tragedy, I think everybody can remember where they were if you experienced it. That's another thing I was thinking about. I was sitting with Father Nick Schneider watching it last night, and I was like, do you realize people that are 25 years old don't remember that day? That's incredible. And if we don't know our history, we're bound to repeat it. But I remember very clearly turning on the TV, seeing the first tower burning, and right as I turned it on within maybe five seconds, that second plane hit the tower. And I just remember like, my guts just hurt. My heart, it just felt like it was being ripped out of my chest. Not to mention the people Watching people hanging from the side of a skyscraper, 90 floors up. And to having to make a decision between jumping to see if you would live or burning to death. It's hard to think on a day of that much evil that there could be any light whatsoever. So this morning, I want to talk about a light. His name was Tom Burnett. He grew up in Minnesota. He graduated from Bloomington High School and then attended the University of St. John's to play football. But after he got injured, he transferred to the University of Minnesota and focused on a degree in business. He was a good guy, you know? Talented both on and off the field. He was smart. He married his wife, Dina, and they had three little girls. When they got married, Dina converted to the Catholic faith. And on top of all this, Tom was faithful. He made sure his... His family went to Sunday Mass every Sunday. But he had this reoccurring dream. Later on, people called it a vision, but he called it a dream about something that significant was going to happen. And he said, all I know is it's going to involve Washington, D.C. That's what he told his wife. And so what do you think Tom started doing as he had this reoccurring dream? He started to go to daily Mass. And when he asked, his wife asked him why he was doing this, because he was going during his lunch breaks at work. This is what he said. I feel like God is calling me to do something. I don't know what it is, but I know it's going to have a great impact on a lot of people. The reason I've been going to daily mass is because I feel like if I can get closer to God, then I will know what his plan is for me. That was in 1998. September 11th, 2001, Tom switched his flight just so he could get back early to pick up his two twin girls from their first day at kindergarten. Not long into the flight, United Airlines Flight 93 was hijacked and set on a course for Washington, D.C. with an intended target, most likely the U.S. Capitol or the White House. Tom and the rest of the passengers were pushed to the back of the plane and told that there was a bomb on the plane. 
And if anybody did anything, they would, be, they would detonate the bomb. And so everybody was in fear. But Tom had a, di- a direct line to his wife, and he made four phone calls that day. In one of those phone calls, he found out that the two other planes had hit the Twin Towers, and he said, oh my goodness, there's no bomb on this plane. This plane is the bomb. On his fourth and final phone call to his wife, this is the transcript. Honey, we're waiting until we're over a rural area. We're going to take back this airplane. Dina, his wife, said, no, sit down, be still, be quiet, and don't draw attention to yourself. Tom said, Dina, if they are going to crash this plane into the ground, we're going to do something about it. Dina said, what about the authorities? Tom said, we can't wait for the authorities, and I'm not sure what they could do anyway. It's up to us, and I think we can do it. Dina asked him, what do you want me to do, Tom? He said, pray. Just pray. Dina said, I love you, Tom. And Tom's final words to his wife were, don't worry. We're going to do something. At 10.03 a.m., United Airlines Flight 93 crashed into a rural field in Pennsylvania. After four passengers led by Tom Burnett tried to take back a hijacked plane. That plane was 20 minutes shy of Washington, D.C., its intended target. A journalist wrote in regards to Tom Burnett after his death, no one is born brave, but all of us can choose to be brave at a crisis. And by the grace of God, when the chips are down, we can do something and make it count. Jesus said in the gospel today, the only way to save your life is to give it for others. What a shining example we have in this Catholic man from Minnesota. And this is what James is talking about in his second reading. And this is what Tom figured out, is that we have to do something. Believing isn't enough. Just having faith isn't enough. Show me what your faith, what effect does your faith have in your life? Tom realized at a certain point that just being a good guy, that just being a Sunday Mass Catholic, it wasn't enough. He had to act. God wanted to do something huge with his life. So he couldn't just be a good guy. He had to, as James said, put his faith into action. God wants all of us to do things like Tom. And they might not be on hijacked planes. But we can all be heroic in our lives. He wants our lives to make a difference. But in order to do that, you and I have to give up our lives in service for others. It's not about us. As I was watching that footage and watching those firefighters in Tower 1. And they're standing in the... In the the gathering area of the first floor, and they all said to one another, we won't see each other after today. And he said that they all had the decency to shake each other's hand, to look each other in the eye, and say it was an honor serving with you. And as they went to the 79th floor, and broke open a door, and freed 70-some people, And they went down the stairs. All those firefighters kept going up. Until the whole building came down. 
Why does it take tragedy to bring out heroes in all of us? It's in us. It's in all of us. Why does something terrible have to happen before we start loving each other? God needs you. The church needs you. The nation needs you. To be the type of person that says to those who are frightened, don't worry, I'm going to do something. The world is telling you, no, sit down, be still, be quiet. Don't draw attention to yourself. Someone else will take care of it. You just stay safe. But God has never been about safety. He's wild, he's adventurous. And it will cost you. It cost him. Grace isn't going to be cheap. But it will be given. So what's God looking for? What are the heroes? He's looking for the spouses who are faithful to each other no matter what. Who don't give up on each other. Who don't settle for mediocrity. He's looking for doctors who bring real healing to people's lives. They protect and uphold the dignity of human life from conception until natural death. Lawyers who want true justice. Not just making money. The teacher who's willing to talk about God in the public system. The businessman who is known for his honesty and integrity. Those are real heroes. But to live that way, going to Sunday Mass isn't going to do it. Just believing isn't enough. We have to do something. We have to actively engage our faith. How do you do it? we got men's group, Bible studies, daily Mass, Eucharistic adoration, RCIA. And some of you say, I'm already Catholic. I don't need RCIA. I bet half of you in this church won't know half the stuff is taught in our CIA classes. You could all take it again. Reading books on the faith, reading the Bible, praying with your family, getting involved here at the church. Giving to something worthwhile that will actually do good for the world. You know, Tom's wife, Dina, said after he died, he said, Tom always believed that God gave us a choice for good or for evil. That was his philosophy for life. He figured in that moment that those hijackers were doing evil instead of good. And he decided he was going to do something about it. There are a lot of people right now that are doing evil instead of good. And we got to do something about it. But in order to have the courage and the faith to do it, you have to know him. You know, Tom's courage wasn't given to him that day on September 11th. It came far before that. His courage was instilled well before that day. He just, it was given to him when he decided to do something great. And he decided to take his faith seriously. During a merger with a company, Tom Burnett spoke these words to the employees that he was in charge of. He said, the struggle... To preserve life enriches all of us and our humanity is fortified by struggle. To deem life important and to act affects all those who bear witness to it. What we accomplish in our life, our pursuits, our passions echo into posterity through our children, our neighbors, and ultimately our souls. Tom knew believing wasn't just going to be enough, and we know it too. As James said, let your faith become your work. And then you will truly be who God created you to be. A Christian. 
someone who gives their life for others.